Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today I'm going to be talking about my personal health and fitness goals that I am setting for myself in 2023. And I hope that this is just helpful to you on how you can really make a plan and a schedule that fits best for you. I know for so long, I was one that thought I had to work out every single day and it had to be super intense and tough and draining or it wasn't effective. And now I've just come to this really beautiful spot in my health and fitness and understanding that I want my workouts to be about giving me energy and helping my body and mind feel really, 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 really good. I do want to see progress and changes in my body over time, but with this strategy that I'm about to talk to you about today, I really do feel like this is the well-rounded wellness plan for ladies in their 30s that will lead to seeing results, but also feeling really good. And it's also realistic for this season of life if you're a mom. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. I'm going to talk to you about my goals and my wellness plan, but really it originated from somebody on TikTok and I did not save the video. I even tried to Google to figure out who this original person was that talked about this method or quote unquote recreated created this method, which really nothing in health and fitness is new, but I wanted to give credit where credit was due, but I just seriously couldn't find it. If you know who I'm talking about, please let me know, but I'm going to be talking about the three, two, one method that I am going to be following in 2023. Now, when I Googled three, two, one fitness method, there was a handful of things that came up between something Jessica Alba was doing and another type of method, but this is not necessarily something I created. It's just a static strategy that I feel is sustainable for me to have in 2023 that aligns with my goal of feeling really good and having um, my workouts give me energy while helping me feel good and see changes in my body. So this three, two, one method essentially is the three stands for three days of strength training. The two stands for two two days of Pilates or bar in your routine and regimen. And for me, the one stands for one walk a day, okay? So three strength training workouts, two bar slash Pilates, maybe even throwing in mobility, depending on where I'm at in my cycle, how my body's feeling, and one walk a day. So I am going to be using this as my weekly goal for each week in my health and fitness. So in my health and fitness, I want to have three strength training days, an upper body, a lower body, and then maybe the third will be a total body, or maybe the third will be another lower body or upper body. It just depends on my personal feelings and how I'm feeling with everything. But three strength training sessions a week, two Pilates or bar a week and one, at least one walk a day. And for me, even if that walk is five minutes or 50 minutes or anywhere in between, I'm counting it. And since I do have my walking treadmill here at home, this is a convenient goal for me to set. I have Beachbody On Demand and dumbbells at home as well. So having and hitting a bar class or Pilates class or even a strength training class will be easy for me to do in this season of life. 
I'm one that has been in a health and fitness routine for a while now. So five days is is sustainable for me. I can do that. Like that is something I know I can sustain. Maybe for you, you want to start with three workouts a week, three formal workouts, maybe do two strength training and one Pilates or bar and see how that serves you for a month before going into something that may be drastic. For me, five workouts a week is not drastic because I can work, I could work out seven days a week if I wanted to, because I have that positive association where when I work out, I feel better. Okay. But here's why I'm changing to this rhythm routine and structure. It is well-rounded for hormones. So I can make this work depending on what phase of my cycle that I am in. This will work really, really well for me. I also know that it's sustainable because I tend to um, have a positive outlook on my workouts. I don't dread doing my workouts. So for me, getting a workout in in a single day, even if it's not in my ideal time of day, I still get it done because I know it, it helps me feel better. And my family is also used to me prioritizing my workout on the weekends or whenever I need to get this done. Um, it's just fitness has always been a part of me, but I do want to tell you if you are new to being in a consistent rhythm and routine with your fitness, maybe for you, you want it to be two strength workouts, one bar and Pilates and one walk for a single week, right? And start small first, establish the habit and then build upon it. So this strategy also gives me ample rest. I used to just put on whatever workout and go at whatever intensity I felt like that day. But for me in 2023, I am going to be making sure that specifically with my strength training workouts, I am focusing on progressive overload. And so that means I am tracking what the weight and the reps that I am using and doing and making moves and intentionality each week to progress. Meaning I'm going to look at my upper body workout from last week and I'm going to want to progress myself, whether it's weight or reps or whatever it is, week by week by week. Now that can be, that's something where you do have to be intentional with because I do want to lose body weight this year. I want to drop body fat, but I do want to maintain muscle. So I'm not going to go ham in strength training, but I'm going to be intentional in my strength training, especially in those specific upper body, lower body days. You know, maybe more of my total body day, it will be one where it's more on functional training. But with my upper body day, my lower body day, I'm going to be focused on progressive overload. So I'm making those strength gains, but I really want to incorporate Pilates slash bar because when I do Pilates and bar, I notice my muscles firm up get leaner and longer, but also I feel really great because both of those things are focused on core stability and strength as well as mobility. So making sure my hips are getting like like fluid movement, you know, those leg circles, those bar Pilates type moves 
are so good for our bodies as we age because if we only focus on strength training but we're not focused on our joints and our ligaments and our mobility and all of that there's going to be a tipping point in your strength training progress as well as getting tight and rigid is not going to help your lifts either. So that's why I really love syncing your cycle with your workouts or syncing your workouts with your cycle because it leads to this well-rounded wellness plan that works in favor of your hormones. You guys, you know, for my strength training junkies, you know that testosterone is a strength progressing hormone. If you are in a certain phase in your cycle and your testosterone is just naturally lower because our hormones are not the same day in and day out, your testosterone levels are vastly different day 11 of your cycle versus day 28, vastly different. And if you work with your strength training goals based on where you know where your testosterone levels are, you can maximize your strength training progress as well. So my typical week will similarly be structured to the three, two, one method that I just talked about. Now, is there going to be weeks where I get in three workouts? Absolutely. That is life. And I'm not going to get down on myself. And what I love about this is I get to choose, you know, do I want to do a leg day that is on my own or do I want to follow along with Beachbody, something on Beachbody On Demand? I absolutely love the bar and Pilates classes that are on Beachbody On Demand. I love starting out my upper body workouts with a strong body, a strong upper body workout from Beachbody On Demand. And if you want a free trial to Beachbody On Demand, I will leave the link for a 30-day free trial for you to check out those workouts. Some of the ones that I love on body are like the classes. So it's bar body, Pilates that's on there. Um, Andrea's shoulders is my favorite Pilates person. So you'll find that under XB Pilates. And then the strong upper body, strong lower body, and then um, body camps are my favorites when I want a guided strength training workout. So those those workouts are still what I am doing and I love following along. I love that class feeling, but also as somebody who's been in the health and fitness industry for a long time, there are days where I can write up my own workouts. If I want to write up my own strength, like my my own strength training leg day workout, sometimes I do that and I just blast music through my headphones and I get in the zone and I get to work and I'm going at my pace and I'm really intentional on tracking my weights and my reps. So it, it really kind of just depends. I often tend to gravitate towards classes in follicular and ovulation phase and in late luteal menstrual. I'm kind of just wanting to do my own thing at my own pace. And if you're wondering about how do I know what workouts to do in my cycle, in the Feminine Edge Collective right now, I have a class on this. And I also have my Feminine Fitness Foundations course in there as a freebie because my Feminine Fitness Foundations course was something that I created in 2020 
to help women master their weight loss with their cycle, both fitness and nutrition. And so I'm putting that into the Feminine Edge Collective right now. So if you're like, how do I know what workouts to do when and what phases and and all of that stuff, it's in the Feminine Edge Collective. You can definitely um, learn more about that more in depth in there. But I really just feel like this is going to be a great, well-rounded way to feel good, continue to see changes in my body. Now with nutrition, I still am not set in stone on what I'm going to be doing. I've been back to tracking macros. I kind of took a break from that after Thanksgiving and through December, but I am tracking my macros and I am following my own advice when it comes to establishing this new habit. Sometimes tracking your macros for the full day can feel really overwhelming and daunting. And just like with anybody who's trying to make a change in their health and fitness and their nutrition, changing everything all at once can feel daunting. So the advice that I give the ladies in the Feminine Edge Collective, and I've given my health and fitness clients for many, many, many years is establish the habit and then improve upon it. So with your establishing the habit, if you have the goal like I do of tracking my macros, so I'm seeing how much I'm eating and how much protein I'm getting. So with that, and I do want to use it as a weight loss tool. I really, really do. And Right now, like logging everything that I eat from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed feels a little bit of a daunting and overwhelming task right now. So I'm establishing the habit of logging everything that I consume before noon. And that tends to be where I have my clients start is establish a rhythm, a habit, a routine of your like healthiest thriving self. Like you're that it girl, you're that health and fitness it girl. What is your routine like from the moment you wake up to lunchtime? Establish that habit. And oftentimes with that morning routine, people can get into that groove fairly quickly. Like less than a week, most of my clients come back to me and they're like, okay, I've got my morning routine established. We're down. For me, it's, I'm going to be tracking what I eat for breakfast and up until noon. Okay. And then once you've established that habit, then improve upon it. So after I get into that routine and rhythm of logging what I have in the morning up until noon, then I'm going to work on from noon to let's say four o'clock. And that is going to be where I establish the next block. Then when I've gotten that down, I'm going to tackle the last third of my day from four o'clock to when I go to bed. And this is such a helpful strategy when you're even trying to change your lifestyle, your routine when it comes to nutrition is focus on the first third of the day. For me, I tell my clients like start off with hydration and protein, okay? And have it have it be a well-rounded routine and only focus on the first block of your day, which is the time you wake up to lunchtime. When you've got that down, then tackle the lunch situation. Once you've got that down, tackle the afternoon situation and then the evening situation. And then if it's the late night snacking, that's really a struggle for you. That's the one you're working on last, but you have all of these healthy habits and routines already in place. You will likely notice some of those other ones that seem so daunting of like changing your whole day because usually you like winding down with XYZ after you put the kids to bed. When you are solely focused on like establishing a small habit and then improving upon it, 
you will number you will then get to the one that maybe is your biggest problem and be like oh well this kind of just went away with the natural cause of these other habits i was establishing and improving upon right because a lot of times if you really do struggle with genuine hunger and overeating in the evening it's because you're not consuming enough during the day especially when you're in that dieting mentality you're like oh i'm just not going to eat very much for breakfast i'm not going to eat very much for lunch and then you're body's like, um, I used a lot of energy and I still have things that I, I need to use energy for the rest of the day. So come three, four, five o'clock, you're like hungry. And then you continue to deprive yourself. And then at the end of the evening, it's like the hungry monster comes out that could be due to under eating earlier in the day something to think about. And this also helps really establish what works well for your body. You know, that's where I'm starting. And I really am starting with the simplicity of hydration before caffeination and then having a high protein breakfast and making sure that that is in my rhythm and routine um, to have by like eight o'clock is, is my goal of having my breakfast consumed by and having it have enough protein to sustain me until lunch. I really do want to just have that high protein breakfast and then not think about lunch until it's lunchtime. Because during that block of time, the like nine to noon, that's when I get the most of my productive work done. So this is where I'm starting out with my wellness routine in 2023. I mean, there are so many other things that I really, I, I know I need to cut back on having sugar and um, snacking on a bunch of things. And I carbs are not bad. I have a whole podcast episode on why we love carbs and why gorgeous, gorgeous girls eat carbs. But I know that like me eating naked carbs and just like going for those crunchy carbs in stressful situations to help regulate my emotions and my nervousness. I know that's something I need to work on, but first I'm establishing habits and then I will improve upon those things. But I do think the domino effect of focusing on high protein breakfast that's fulfilling and satisfying being hydrated in the earlier part of the day will also help with that three o'clock, four o'clock frame that sometimes completely like sabotages me, right? So that is where I am starting at with 2023, my health and fitness goals plan. And then a huge thing, and we're going to be talking about this in the Feminine Edge Collective next week. So come on in to the Feminine Edge Collective right now, because each month we are going to be, well, in the Feminine Edge Collective, I'm going to make them do this in January. If they continue to do this, it's up to them. But setting a goal that measures progress, but it can't be scale reflective. It can't be um, size reflective or anything like that. So for example, this is also another way of how you measure progressive overload and you can see I'm getting stronger or I'm getting faster, I'm getting more in shape or I'm more flexible than before by setting a type of goal in this way. So maybe for somebody in there, it could be that you have no, you want to work on upper body strength. You want to work on getting stronger. So maybe right now you cannot do a push up on your toes. And so what I would then set for the ladies in the Feminine Edge Collective is in one month, I want you to do 
a push-up on your toes. For me, I actually did this. I did my max amount of push-ups on my toes, which was eight. And by the end of the month, I'm going to measure that again. I'm going to measure that again. And I want to progress past eight. And I even I, I even took note that eight, eighth rep for me was really hard and really sloppy. And so I will know if I get to 12 reps by the end of the month, I've made strength goals. I've gotten stronger. I've made progress. Maybe another one could be if it's for lower body strength, you take your heaviest dumbbell that you have and you count how many squats you can do with proper form, proper core connection, and see how many that you can do. Then by the end of the month, I want you to see if you have made progress in that way of doing more reps. Maybe you can't even lift up your heaviest dumbbell right now. You can't even do one rep with your heaviest dumbbell right now. You know, can we build up strength? So by the end of the month, maybe you can do one rep with that amount of weight. And that's why I love that we're going to be doing this in the Feminine Edge Collective, because for some, it may not be strength. I know I set another example of this was this summer. I set the goal of improving my one minute mile. Now, this wasn't a metric for a month. It was for a three month time period, but I ran a mile in around, um, wait, what is it? Memorial day. I ran a mile around Memorial day. And then I had a couple checkpoints in June, a couple checkpoints in July, a couple checkpoints in August to improve my one minute mile, try to get a little bit faster. And then around Labor Day, I ran a one minute mile and then I measured, oh my gosh, I shaved off this amount of time on a one minute mile. I've gotten faster, you know? And that to me was so like, my my body may be what it is, but I'm getting stronger. I am in more shape in Labor Day weekend than I was Memorial Day weekend because my one minute mile is faster. And I saw those those progress and measurements in, in July and in August too, but I knew my ultimate was like shave off time and train for it. So then when I take that measurement again around Labor Day, I did that in the summer of 2021 as well, but it was with a 5K. So I actually liked the one minute mile challenge better because it wasn't as long, but I ran a 5k around Memorial Day, ran a 5k around Labor Day. My goal was to shave off time and I did and I felt so strong and I felt so good about myself. I still will keep this well-rounded way of training. So for me, when it comes to this winter, it's going to be strength training focus. So I'm going to take account of you know, the weights and the reps that I'm doing probably more towards spring, I will gravitate to some cardio improvements and, um, lean out for the summer. I haven't done an, an intentional cut in a long time and probably since spring of 2020. And I think my body is ready for it. I want to, I want to see how my body responds to it. But that's not till spring. So we're focused on strength training goals for quarter one. And I want to challenge you, come into the Feminine Edge Collective if you want accountability on this. 
in setting a goal for yourself to improve upon. It could be a one-month goal or a three-month goal, but you really do just want to track and measure some type of progress that is outside of the scale, weight, size, that type of thing. Something that tests and challenges your athleticism. I've I've got a couple other ideas and examples for if any ladies are stumped on what their goal should be. So that's why I think this will be really cool in the Feminine Edge Collective to do together because then I can I can say, well, this is what you're wanting to work towards for your goal. And this could be some of the possibilities of your athletic measurements that you're doing. So um, come on into the Feminine Edge Collective. As always, I leave the information of what that community and app is all about. So you can check that out in the show notes. Let me know what you think of this three, two, one method. Shout out to the girl on TikTok who really kind of inspired me to do this. I really wish I could remember her and her name, but it's just like it was something I was scrolling and I was like, oh, three, two, one, that makes sense to me. I want to try that. I did that in the month of December and I felt so good in so many ways. I am even thinking, I think I'm even seeing progress because remember, I am that girl that doesn't know what she weighs. That was something I talked about in a previous podcast episode where I ditch the scale so much where I'm, I'm going to be that girly that's like, I don't even know what I weigh. I don't even know what I weigh. I'm just going to focus on my strength and how I feel and working on my body in a way that feels good. I actually wrote this in my 2023 prayer for the year. I talk about this in the Feminine Edge Collective. I also briefly talked about it in um, Tuesday's podcast episode, so the podcast episode before this one. But I wrote in my 2023 prayer about my body that... Lord, I am. Thri- I pray I am thriving in. Okay, hold on. Let me stop. Blah, 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 blah. What I wrote exactly was, Lord, I pray for thriving health, energy, and mental clarity, placing my body as a priority, but not for how it looks, but what it can do. And that is what my health. I I wrote out this big long 2023 prayer and that is the snippet about my body that I put in there because I know I heavily focus on what my body looks like, what my measurements were and my metrics and my weight and all of those things. And this year, that's what I want it to be about. This is what I want it to be about. I want my workouts to be for giving me energy and supporting me mentally and physically. And I want my nutrition also to be my life source for energy, not like for comfort, not for, well, and I say that means like, well, I want, I'm going to be enjoying the foods that I'm eating, but that is my intention for my health and fitness in 2023. If you have any health and fitness goals for 2023 and you want a BFF to talk about it, if you want somebody to be with you on this journey, reach out to me on Instagram, but come into the Feminine Edge Collective. Learn how to sync your workouts with your cycle, sync your nutrition with your cycle, and optimize your hormones to work in your favor as you are 
trying to lose fat or whatever it is your goal is for 2023. Thank you so much for being here with me today, my friend. Cheers to 2023. There's so much good to come from this year. If you truly want to see lasting changes though, remember it's all about habits and the reason why that you are doing this. So I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. And if you loved this episode, before you go, can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review? It's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide. If you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life, come on over to my Instagram. It's just my name, Joelle Cease. I will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes. So don't forget to check those out. Thanks again. And I will catch you next time.